Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, my faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. When you're born again, the Lord has made you an overcomer. Now, you don't have to act like it. You don't have to live like it, like what you are. You can let flesh dominate you can let unbelief, the wrong thinking dominate, which is why we say uh, learn how to be what we already are. Learn how to live and function as overcomers. No matter what you may be dealing with, no matter what you may be facing, the scripture tells us that there is no temptation, there's no challenge, there's no problem uh, that has happened to you, uh, but it's common to man and God is faithful. Uh, he will provide a way and a means of escape. There's a way out. Everybody say there's a way out. There's a way out of it. There's a way over it. There's a way through it to the other side. Uh, I thought it was humorous. Uh, an individual one time, somebody told him, they said, you know, man, man, I've really been going through some things. And he said, well, don't stop. <laughs> what does that mean? You said you're going through it. Well, keep going through until you get to the other side. Right? Don't stop in the middle of it and stay there. So get your Bible, get something to take a note with, and come on into the class with us, and let's believe God together for answers for today. Father, all of us together join in faith, asking you and believing you for utterance that only you can give, and the quickening and illuminating and uh, impartations of, of quickening of the spirit and of truth and of answers. We ask for it in Jesus' name and we thank you for doing great things in our life and we purpose, we'll give you the praise, we'll give you the glory, we'll tell everybody that'll listen that you have done these good things in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. If you would turn in our great textbook, The Bible, uh, to three openings today. We're going to Matthew 9, we're going to Mark 5, and we're also going to Luke 8. And for some time now, we have been on a study we're calling Faith for Healing. Faith for Healing. This is faith school, so not surprising that you're going to hear about faith. And there's already been a lot that we've covered in times past. We, we spent weeks and weeks in the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews, which is the great faith chapter. And now for weeks we've been talking about faith for healing, looking at the individual cases of healing in the ministry of Jesus. There are about 20 of those. And um, uh, sometimes they're only recorded in one gospel account. Sometimes they're recorded in all three. And so we're taking the time to look at every place it is recorded because one writer will add detail that the other one didn't, and you really need to put them all together to get the fuller story. But the reason we're doing this is not just to, uh, you know, learn and, and uh, accumulate knowledge of, of the history of what happened. No, these words are living, and the scripture said they're life to those that find them and health or medicine to all their flesh. And uh, to get faith for something, you need to hear about it. 
you could have strong faith that your sins are forgiven, that your name's in the Lamb's book of life, that if you died right this moment, you'd go straight to be with the Lord. You could have strong faith in that area, but no faith at all for healing. And that would be because you had heard about your sins being forgiven, maybe been preached to you your whole life, but you haven't heard this. There's actually a lot of um, places that teach and preach that miracles have been done away with and that, uh, you know, it's just all up to God. He could if he wanted to, but most of the time he doesn't want to and, and we don't know why. This is not true. This is not what the Word teaches. The Scripture tells us and Jesus in his earthly ministry over and over again, he would tell people, your faith made you whole. Your faith has saved you. As you have believed, be it done unto you. And that's why we're looking at these to learn how these people received. Because the Lord hasn't changed. His will hasn't changed. His power hasn't changed. And faith hasn't changed. And the Lord's no respecter of persons. What he did for these people these many years ago, he will do for you today if you do what they did. And so that's why we're taking the time. And again, if you haven't been with us, these are available online at the website. You can go back and catch up with us. We're actually on number eight today in our study. We looked, at, number one, at the healing of the leper. We looked at the healing of Peter's wife's mother. We looked at the healing of the paralyzed man. We looked at the healing of the nobleman's son, the healing of the man with the withered hand, the healing of the centurion's servant, and our last one, the healing of Jairus' daughter. And now we're up to number eight, the healing of the woman with the issue of blood. And this actually was in the same chapters as the healing of Jairus' daughter actually uh, Jesus was on his way to Jairus' house to minister to his daughter when the woman with the issue of blood interrupted them and received a healing. And so let's get into it today in Matthew 9, Matthew 9, verses 20. It says, And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood twelve years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. Now you'll notice the such specific and such detail. Uh, these are not parables. Uh, these are not similes. Uh, this, this was a woman, we don't know her name, but she lived then and she had this condition and she did these things and received a uh, miraculous, actually instantaneous healing. Hallelujah. Do we want to know any more about these things? And so uh, we're told, John said in, in the gospel account of John, the Spirit of God through him said, that he supposed that if everything that Jesus said and did in his ministry was written, that the world itself wouldn't contain the books. Wow. That means a lot happened that we have never heard about and won't hear about in this lifetime. Uh, we, but we see instances where scores of thousands of people were in a meeting and thousands of them uh, that came to be healed 
were healed. And many times it says every one of them were healed. And as many as touched were healed. And everybody he touched was healed. You're talking overall tens of thousands of people. So and we got 20 <laughs> that, uh, uh, that are recorded. What does that mean though? The Holy Spirit handpicked these. Why? Because they cover all the issues. These cases deal with all the points. They, they answer the questions and they apply to everyone. Everybody in every successive generation, these apply to. So when we read these words, uh, do so with the utmost respect. Say it out loud, this is God's Word. This is God's word. It, is alive. it is alive. It is healing. It is truth. It makes me free. Remember Jesus said, man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Uh, just like you can't live without physical nourishment. You have to eat something or you will get weaker, weaker and die. Well, spiritually, you have to eat something to have strength and to live and especially to develop and become stronger. You have to eat good spiritual nutrition. Actually, the Bible talks about being nourished up in the words of faith. Now, that doesn't just mean that it's only uh, hearing about faith. But everything that God says is from faith. It's of faith. It's to faith. Uh, let me say it like this. The Almighty never gets into unbelief. <laughs> Can you believe that? Ne never does the Lord God, the Creator, uh, get up in the morning. First of all, He never sleeps. But get up in the morning and, and go, you know, I'm, I'm just having a bad day. I just, I feel depressed today. Never, never. It, everything God does is of faith and from faith and to faith. Even though you're not necessarily using the word faith, it is faith. So, uh, Say, say it out loud, these words, these words will minister to me today. All right, yeah. The scripture said this woman was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years. She came behind Jesus, him, and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, if I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. Interesting here, we talked about this earlier in our study. Uh, this word whole is the word uh, that's also translated saved, sozo. And so um, the, the words saved, healed, made whole are used interchangeably. And sometimes the Lord will say, your faith made you whole. And sometimes he'll say, your faith has saved you. Same thing. Well, that's not even hard to understand in English. Uh, you've been saved from sickness. Can you see that? Uh, thank God you've been saved from hell. Uh, but once you've been saved from hell, there's some other things you need to be saved from. Is that right? In this life, 
You need to be saved from lack. You need to be saved from danger. You need to be saved from sickness. And so uh, uh, she said, if I may touch but touch his garment, I shall be whole or I shall be saved. But Jesus turned him about and when he saw her, he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. I like that, don't you? Say it out loud. Your faith faith has made you whole. whole. Praise God. And the woman was, was made whole from that hour. Now you'll see an emphasis on made whole, don't you? Because she said, I shall be whole. And then she touched and um, was healed. And then he told her, your faith made you whole. And in the last phrase of the sentence says, and the woman was made whole. She got exactly what she said. Can you see that? She said, remember she said, um, if I can just touch his clothes, I shall be whole. She said that when she feels no better. She's had no change in her body at that point. She hadn't touched yet. She hasn't received yet. But she said it. She said it. Is it right to say something before you see it? And before you feel it. And before you've experienced it. She said, I'll be made whole. I'll be made whole. And so then when she was, Jesus said, your faith made you whole. And then it says, and she was made whole. (laughs) Hallelujah. She said it. And he did it. And she was made whole. Go with me if you would. We'll uh, look at uh, Luke. We'll do it this way. Luke, the eighth chapter. And the 43rd verse, and you'll see as we read these things why we read all three, because there's wonderful detail given in one that you don't see in the other. Luke 8:43, and a woman having an issue of blood 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians. Well, now see, we, we didn't get that from reading Matthew, right? But this is not shocking because who is Mr. Luke? He's a doctor, (laughs) right? In fact, he was called uh, in one place in the scriptures, the uh, beloved uh, physician, beloved physician. And uh, uh, so he brings up that she had spent all her living on physicians and neither could be healed of any. Uh, that there, there were no other doctors she could have gone to. There were no other procedures she could have had done. There, there was nothing available that anybody could do to fix her problem. She came behind him, behind Jesus, and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her issue of blood stanched, or we'd say stopped. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, somebody say what a relief (laughs) right after 12 years after going through every kind of procedure after spending every dollar you got and now in a moment in a moment it's over you're through with this oh hallelujah Hallelujah. (laughs) no more treatments no more problems 
Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. Is it possible for you, no matter how long you've had a problem, to have this same thing happen? Is it possible, class? I'm I'm looking at the big class all over. Is, Is it possible? Even if you've had something for a year, two years, 10 years, this woman had it for 12, 15, 20 years, you might say, well, I was born with this. There are numerous cases of people that were born with something that were immediately healed. I'm so glad that I'm not an unbeliever. I'm a believer. Hmm? I believe God is real and all things are possible and that he's a good God and he's a healing God and he used to heal and he never changes, which means he still heals today and always will heal. Somebody say, I believe. I believe in the living God, in the healing God. Hallelujah. That's why we're reading this, because not just to look back at the past and go, isn't that amazing? Wouldn't it have been great to be back there then? Maybe I could have got something. No, the Lord's still around. He's still here, and he's still doing things if people do what this woman did. We don't just need to be infatuated with the fact that a miracle happened long ago. We need to zero in, okay, what, what did she do? What did she do? Hmm? Say it out loud, Lord, Lord show, me show me what she did. Even though you think you know, there's still a lot to, to learn always. She came behind him and she touched the border of his garment and immediately her issue of blood stopped. And Jesus said, who touched me when all denied? Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and press thee. And sayest thou, who touched me? We studied uh, uh, on our our previous weeks of uh, uh, Jairus' daughter being healed. This crowd, the scripture reveals, was a a pressed throng. Uh, Some described it, if you look up some of the words and some of the other translations, as almost suffocating. That they were jammed, packed, pressed And so that's why when Jesus said, who touched me? (laughs) That his disciples said, huh? Lord, what do you mean? Because everybody's like this. (laughs) They are jammed. They are pressed, which also gives you a bigger appreciation for this woman getting to him. Can you see this? In this crowd like this and in her sick, weakened condition, What kind of uh, effort, right, heroic effort must it have taken for her to get to him? But you know, faith is determined, isn't it? When you are persuaded that something's going to happen, you will go to great lengths and expense and effort to get to it. You know, we, uh, there's the case of the healing of the man uh, the paralyzed man that we've already talked about. And man, when they had a crowd around the house, you know, that day that they came and they couldn't get to him, they went up on the housetop and tore the roof up <laughs> to get him down. Well, and the scripture said, Jesus saw their faith. How did he see their faith? In their willingness to make that effort. And you, you see why some things like this are not happening as much in places and and at times, it's because 
there are, there's word available, there's services available, and sometimes people won't go across two blocks mm -hmm. to get to them. They'll, they'll make no effort, and that shows no faith. They don't believe anything that happened. There's no reason to make the effort. And if you say, well, I, I don't feel good and I'm, you know, I'm not in a condition to go, well, how do you think she felt? Right? <laughs> she's been through all these procedures. She's, she's bleeding and hemorrhaging all the time. Well, that, that alone makes you weak. And so uh, she, though, found the strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, the adage, you know, where there's a will, <laughs> there's a way. She, she willed to get to Jesus. And so she meant, I'm getting there. Well, there's this massive, pressing, suffocating crowd. And it would have been so easy for her to get to the edge of that and go, maybe another day. Right? Maybe, man, this, this must not be my day. And the, the easier you are to give up, and the quicker you are to quit shows the less faith you have. Can you see this, child yes. of God? Uh, and, and so many people, they're, they're ready to quit before they even get started, aren't they? I mean, any little thing is like, well, okay, it's, it's not working out. So we might as well just, you know, call it a day. And No, no. If it's God's will... And it's for you. You got to make up your mind. I'm getting to this. Amen. Right, whatever it takes, I'm getting to this. There is a way. The Lord, we, we said that in the beginning of the class. He, he makes a way of escape. He makes a way out, a way over, a way through. He is the way. And he makes the way. Can you say amen? amen. He said, who touched me? And they all denied. And Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throngs you and presses you. And again, this, this tells us what a massive, pressed, jammed bunch this was. And apparently, you know, thousands of people just jam-packed into this place. They're, they're all trying to move the same direction. They're trying to get around Jesus. And, and, and he said, somebody has touched me. For I perceive, that's translated also know, I know that virtue or power is gone out of me. That's why he, he just stopped. And um, he's not talking about a physical touch, is he? He's talking about something more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was the touch of faith. Hallelujah. And so apparently a lot of people had brushed up against him, touched him, shouldered up against him, whatever, front or back, they're jammed, they're pressed. But this is not affecting healings. Just, a, just physical contact didn't affect healing. Can you see this, class? Yes. And yet... He's just as much Jesus the five seconds before this woman touched him as he was five seconds after, right? Yes, and all the dozen people that brushed up against him 
in, in the moments leading up to this woman touching him, he was just as anointed. I mean, he, when did it change? It didn't change. He's just as anointed when all these scores of people are touching him, brushing up against him. It's not just a physical thing. And that's where people get off, you know, man, people have gotten so far off uh, looking for relics, <laughs> right? Relics. Uh, there have been so many uh, supposed pieces of the cross that have showed up at different places and, and wound up in sacred places supposedly. With all those pieces, you could have built a castle. <laughs> Too many pieces. I mean, what I'm talking about. Uh, and, and supposed fabrics, uh, pieces of fabric from the shroud that Jesus' was, body was buried in and and, and there's, there's enough of those to make, uh, you know, sails for all the ships <laughs> in the harbor. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Do not get caught up in such a thing because it's not just physical contact. You could be actually pressing right up against Jesus himself when he walked the earth and nothing happened for you. No matter how much you needed it. Nothing which is what happened here with scores and scores and scores of people. And yet, one little woman, <laughs> one sick deer, comes through behind him. <laughs> she was going to sneak a healing. <laughs> she was. She was. You'll see this more clearly as we go. She was just going to come in, slip in the back, <laughs> Sneak a healing, get out. <laughs> Nobody knows the wise. Really, that's, that was her plan. Nobody needs to know. Because for one thing, under the law, if you had the hemorrhage like this, you were unclean. And nobody was supposed to touch you. And you're not supposed to touch anybody or it would make them unclean for a period of time. And so... Uh, she's not wanting anybody to even know she's out there. But she got through. Somebody say she got through. She, she got through and she touched with a different touch. Not just a physical touch, but something that touched the anointing and caused it to flow. It was the touch of faith because Jesus, when he finally got to talk to her, he said, daughter, Relax. Be, be a good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. And class, if her faith would make her whole, your faith will make you whole. My faith will make me whole. Everybody said out loud, my faith, my faith will, make me whole. will make me whole. Hallelujah. And that's it for our time in class today. As you can see, we're just getting started on this. Come back with us tomorrow. We'll see you next time here in Faith School. I've got the victory living inside. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941 702 7390.